Hi, I'm James Schillinglaw, and I'm here with Brian King, who's president Caribbean and Latin America for Marriott International. And we've talked to Brian uh, in the past, but not for a, a, a year or so now. And we wanted to get an update on what was going on with Marriott uh, down in his region. And there's a lot. So uh, we're going to have a lot more to talk about this time. Uh, but let's you're going to hear about all that and more on Insider Travel Report. Now, Brian, first of all, great to see you. Uh, we we did speak almost a year and a year ago uh, uh, back about Marriott International, and and certainly back then you had a presence in the Caribbean, Latin America, big one. But now it's even more. And uh, how many how many hotels and resorts do you currently have in the Caribbean and Latin America? Yeah, so at the end of Q3, we had um, 318 properties, which resulted about 66,000 rooms. Um, we have got our earnings coming up next week, so we'll clearly update that. So the footprint is quite large at this point and growing exponentially. Now, that's amazing, and it really has grown a lot. Now, how many are you planning to open? Are there more to come, at least for the, how, I don't know how many you have in the pipeline? And how big do you really want to get down there? Although there were maybe no, there is no limit. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, the word limitless, I think, is the right <laughs> word for the Latin American region on so many fronts. But when you think about it, at the end of Q3, we had 115 projects in the pipeline that are active. And that's almost uh, almost 20,000 rooms that will come online as that project pipeline gets built out. So, you know, our top markets continue to be Mexico. Um, we have 43 projects there alone, which is about 7,400 rooms. And Dominican Republic has been growing quite nicely sure. with uh, 2,100 rooms as well, too. And then, you know, steady growth in markets like Colombia, Peru, Costa Rica, you know, these amazing destinations that are bucket list destinations for a lot of folks. So we're excited of not just about the hotels themselves, but the locations and the destinations that they're going into. No, it is amazing how, how you have grown down there and how you continue to grow. But and again, these, these aren't just resort properties, right? They, they sort of encompass uh, many hotel categories and many brands, right? Yeah, we've got, um, you know, obviously 37 different markets across the region that we're focused on. And out of Marriott's portfolio of 20 brands, uh, 30 brands, pardon me, we have 21 currently represented today. And, you know, if you think of just the luxury category alone, 11% um, of our entire luxury portfolio for the world is actually based in Cala uh, with 63 properties across our luxury brand. So that's exciting, especially resorts, destination markets, and, um, and city locations, urban locations where people are looking for those luxury experiences. You know, um, but that being said, we've also continued to expand with our all-inclusive packages, um, our all-inclusive hotels, I should say, which has been exciting. And then obviously last year, we're in um, an agreement I'm working through some final work with the uh, acquisition of the City Express brand, the right. purchase of City Express brand, um, originally started um, in Mexico. That's got a great footprint. So no matter who you are, no matter your travel type, no matter your travel purpose, we certainly have the brand for you. That's for sure. Well, we're going to talk a little, a little later about that all-inclusive uh, aspect of your brand's. Um, but let's let's talk a little bit about some of the milestones uh, in terms of the hotels you have opened. I mean, I think I, I was looking. You have the first AC in the Dominican Republic. You got some more budget options in Mexico and Argentina. Uh, you have more places for executive treats, meetings, and adventure uh, sort of leisure getaways. Uh, what what are some of the the highlights in terms of what's happened over the past year? 
Yeah, I think since, you know, in, in 2021, we entered the all-inclusive space, which we can definitely talk more about. Yeah. And then we also, in 2019, the end of 19, just before the pandemic, we had purchased the Elegant Portfolio Hotels in Barbados, right. where at the time we had just, you know, one hotel in Barbados, a courtyard. We're now repositioning all those hotels. Um, we opened up our first Ritz-Carlton in Mexico City, which is doing incredibly well. Um, the JW um, Hotel in Sapalo unbelievable just people are loving that property it's a real anchor in the country for us of what the jw brand is you know we opened the uh, merit barakia a terrific hotel and then we continue to focus on all-inclusive with our most recent opening which was the opening of the uh, luxury collection all-inclusive sanctuary in capcana so that just opened days ago basically so very very exciting openings really great destinations yeah and there's a whole slew of other openings you've been done i'm going to talk about the royalton splash riviera cancun the saint regis canai uh uh resort and riviera maya um riviera maya edition uh, things like that. And then you have the other categories like Courtyard by Marriott, uh, which is in uh, Puerto Monti and the Aloft, Playa del Carmen, Courtyard by Marriott. I mean, you just, you're, you, there's just everything is opening at once at all different levels, right? It is across the portfolio. There's no doubt about it. And then bringing on some great resort properties at the same time. Um, so we're, we're excited about that. And as we continue to see, you know, travel's been resilient, that pent up demand um, post pandemic so far. You know, all indications we've got a good run ahead of us yet. So, and we're seeing it across all segments, which is exciting. Well, I did want to focus on because there is a lot of focus on it uh, on the all inclusive resort segment of your business, and uh, you've done that. You know, how, how have you you've grown that in the Caribbean and Latin America? You, you've done it for, through conversions. I think you know. We last time we talked about was uh, I think it was Blue Diamond Resorts that you had yeah. acquired. You you mentioned the uh, uh, the other property, the uh, ele- uh, elegant. Uh, oh boy. Elegant portfolio, yeah. Elegant portfolio. Sorry about that. I'm forgetting things. Um, Elegant portfolio resorts. So you you did that in in many ways, but how have you increased even in the last year the number of all-inclusive resorts that you have in the region? Yes, if you you step back, we had looked at jumping into the all-inclusive space probably going far back as 2017, 18, when we were really doing our consumer insight and research and market sizing work. You know, it was a market we had always looked at. We really weren't sure how we were going to enter it. Um, obviously made up by, you know, one or two more branded players and then more independents, I would say, right. across the globe, right? But the, and I always like to say, you know, the Caribbean Latin America region is, you know, the breadbasket of all-inclusive and then followed certainly by Europe, Spain, you know, uh, Turkey countries and that part of uh, Europe that have always had an all-inclusive presence. So we, our initial going in was the purchase of elegant hotels that we did right. purchase those hotels outright. And we are repositioning those hotels, including in uh, a luxury collection hotel, which eventually will be um, ready to go early, probably next year. Okay. Um, we have some autographs as well as tributes in that portfolio. So we renovate all those hotels and do, we're really kind of gutting them and starting over. Well, meanwhile, we entered into a partnership with uh, Sunwing, which owns yeah. the brand Blue Diamond Travel. So 
And um, that has been terrific. Um, it's been an amazing growth and learning opportunity for both organizations. Um, they've brought expert knowledge to the table about all-inclusive operations and how to think about and how to do it, which is fundamentally different. And Marriott's power through our channels, as well as the Bonvoy program, has brought a ton of customers and exposure that they right. had not received before. So it's been really, really, I'd say, one of those great learning experiences for both organizations and a benefit to the customer, net-net, but it's been working incredibly well. So, and as you think about the all-inclusive space, and I, I really, in some ways, like to equate it to a subscription model. Today, people love their subscription model, whether it's Netflix, Prime, name it. This actually applies into the hotel business to some extent as well. All-inclusive is I don't have to think about it. I'm done, I'm paid, and I just enjoy. And especially folks who are on these leisure trips who might come in a few days early for work and then have their family that stay a few days later they have two purposes, right? So they don't want to be distracted by the typical EP hotel activities. Sure. So, um, you know, they just want to subscribe to their stay and be done and not think about it. So um, it's been really a fantastic um, entry into the market for us. Marat's been well-received and the timing, frankly, has been perfect as uh, leisure has just, you know, exploded across the globe. Yeah, so with with the Elegant, with with the Blue Diamond, and then I believe you also converted some properties into all-inclusive, if I recall. Um, uh, roughly how many do you have down in your region now? So we currently have, uh, let's see, we have 13 all-inclusive in the pipeline, and I believe we have 21 open today right. in total. Right. Um, so, and we are looking at a few traditional hotels that the owners are saying, you know, we want to get into the space. Mm -hmm. Obviously, that comes with a significant capital investment. Sure. multiple food and beverage dining experiences. You're changing a lot of the configuration of the rooms. So we are looking at some of those opportunities as well, too. Yeah, no, it really has exploded. Now, it exploded not, not just for Marriott, for, for almost all the, you know, Hilton, uh, uh, you know, everyone is getting into this, obviously, Hyatt, uh, uh, or they're all getting into this space finally after years of not really focusing on it. Why do you think that's the case? I mean, we talked a little bit, you said that people want to, you know, they want to go down for business, do more leisure type of things. And and crucially, they also want to, you know, spend their points like, you know, in, in, in terms of Marriott Bonvoy, which is, you know, the the largest of the the point systems that the frequent stay programs is that was that the strategy is to get them to you know if they're Marriott uh, dedicated customers to uh, get them to spend and all their points and go down to enjoy resorts. Well, I think you know Marriott's always got a great resort traditional resort footprint around the globe, right? And we were known for terrific resorts, and I think part of it, frankly, was it was a space that we had looked at, I don't think we understand it, understood it deeply enough right. until we really dug in to see what the opportunity was. And we were hearing more and more from customers. They wanted one and done. I just want to pay for my trip yeah. and I want to be done. And, you know, it's in addition to, you know, wholesale packages as well. Customers are now looking for air, car, ground transportation, their hotel. They, they just want it all taken care of for them. And we're seeing that across all demographics. So you have this large, you know, population of boomers who, you know, a lot of started to take retirement early due to the pandemic and are now like, I, I just want to enjoy. I really want to enjoy. Sure. You've got, you know, the younger generation coming up who's in this subscription mindset, like I'm paying done and I don't want to worry about it. So, you know, the consumer trends were there. It was just trying to figure out what merit value we could bring. 
And clearly, clearly Marriott Bonvoy was that value proposition. Right. It gave an opportunity for new experiences for our customers that they'd been asking for and just exposed them to a whole host of hotels they had not really stayed, stayed at in the past or a um, hotel stay like all-inclusive. So it's been a big one. There's no doubt about it. Well, clearly when you have loyal customers for Marriott who are traveling on business or maybe for other reasons in, in, in leisure and to be able to offer that all-inclusive option is a great, uh, certainly an opportunity for your, for your company. Well, and I think the other thing too, what we've done differently is we are leaning into the luxury space and all-inclusive. Yeah. You know, we that really hadn't been done with large branded companies. If you think about Ritz-Carlton All-Inclusive, we are working on that right now. We have you know our first W All-Inclusive, kind of an adult playground, right? There were lots of independent brands in this space, but no large-scale uh, multinational brand that had really jumped into with the kind of brand power that we have. Well, even, you know, for all inclusives in general, if you look at the history of the development of all inclusives, they didn't start out to be luxury. And uh, they've certainly evolved into that across the board. And now you're adding the Marriott touch as well to make more luxury, all inclusive uh, hotels available to your customers. Yeah, I think that's spot on. I think where the market has gone and the price point people are willing to pay for this is completely different than it was 10 years ago, completely different. And it fits more with our brand personality and the quality level that we expect. No, and definitely you've got some great properties down there. Now, what's the future hold for Marriott in the Caribbean and Latin America? You talk about stuff in the pipeline. Uh, uh, it's, it sounds like you're just going to keep getting bigger and also you know, keep also the focus on all inclusives, right? Yeah, for sure. And as I mentioned, you know, our W All Inclusive, you know, we're developing that in Putacana, which is very exciting. I think that should open in 2025. Um, we recently announced kind of a three pack in uh, Brazil mm -hmm. outside of Rio, which includes, you know, a JW or Ritz Carlton Reserve um, as well. So that's going to be really interesting and a rocking Rio type of hotel experience, which is pretty exciting. And then, you know, we continue to see Mexico and Dominican, the, the DR Dominican Republic as really strong growth markets for us as well. We'll always have a steady drumbeat in what's happening in the Caribbean um, and making sure that we are always looking for the best sites, best new resort opportunities. Um, so that's always been kind of steady growth. But I think you're really going to see across all categories um, from business to leisure, transient, moderate to your luxury. I think Mexico is on fire. I really do. I think yeah. the market is very strong. I think it's continued to be that way. And um, I think uh, a lot of excitement. And then Brazil for us is still an opportunity. Um, we're excited about uh, when we eventually get official uh, approval from the Mexican government on City Express. We believe we can help expand and grow that brand well beyond the borders of where it began. So again, we're just waiting for official approval on that. So it sounds like you're going to be spending a little time going to Brazil a bit this year. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I'm always up for a, a real caparina. So. Yeah, well, actually, you know, Brazil is actually one country I've never managed to get to. So you and I got to meet up on one of these places one of these times soon and uh, check out one of your new resorts down there because that would be amazing. Uh, but yeah, it, it really is. And plus, you know, it's not necessarily your region, but the whole all-inclusive concept seems to be spreading not just to the regions in Mexico and the DR and now Brazil, but even beyond that, I see, and it's, it's opening up in Europe. Could you see that that happening for Marriott as well? 
Definitely. I mean, again, Cala being the biggest distribution of all-inclusive, followed by Europe historically. Um, so we'll definitely be expanding there, Middle East. And I think, interestingly enough, it will be, from a trend perspective, fast happens in Asia. I don't have any insights right. yet into that in the all-inclusive space. It's still a relatively new concept there. But when you think about crews and some of these other kind of analogous businesses yeah. that are doing well and expanding, again, in that kind of one-and-done model, yeah. um, I think the growth opportunity exists there in the future as well, too. Absolutely. Now, is there anything else you want to tell our audience? We're up to about 112,000 travel advisors now in the U.S. and Canada about Marriott's strategy in the Caribbean and Latin America. Well, first and foremost, I, I think it goes without saying that I just want to thank everybody. We have all been through the most challenging time in the history of tourism and travel. And, um, you know, we did it together. We're very, very, you know, thankful and dependent um, for our travel advisors. So just thank you. Many of you I know through my prior roles as a global sales, what have you. So yeah. thank you for being there. We had a partner to get through together. And I think the future is just bright. I think the future is really bright for travel. I think it's incredibly bright for Caribbean Latin America. And uh, please come down, enjoy our resorts, enjoy our hotels, and I look forward to seeing you soon. Absolutely. Well, certainly 22 was, I think, better than people hoped, and 23 is already starting out like gangbusters. So I think everyone's eager. In fact, I all my our readers are like, we can't, our viewers are saying, we just can't keep up with it. It's just so much stuff going on. And of course, considering that two years ago, they were saying we got no business at all. Although ironically, the business was even back then in all inclusives. Uh, during the during the pandemic, that that sort of survived through it all. Cruising was closed down uh, uh, for almost a year and a half, whatever it was, and all inclusives were the place to be. Uh, Brian, I want to thank you. It was great to see you. We got to get together one of these days in person. Uh, it, it, we, we thought we were done with Zoom, but we're we're not. I guess <laughs> it's great great to be able to do these things, but it's it, it's much better in person. It is for sure. There, there's no replacement for in person human human connection. No replacement. <laughs> Again, Brian, thank you so much and uh, look forward to more growth from Marriott and looking forward to seeing you soon. Uh, I'm James Schellinglaw and this is Insider Travel Report.